Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 155 of the People Powered Business Podcast. I hope you are well and have had a wonderful week since our last episode. Now I'm going to get real with you here. As you can probably tell by the sound of my voice, I'm a little under the weather today and Today is a day that I had to get a podcast episode recorded uh, because I'm spending the rest of the week at the time of recording with some other amazing business owners um, in some training. So I did intend to bring you a particular episode today, but instead of recording something that no one wants to listen to with this voice of mine at the moment, I've decided to bring back an episode from The Vault. In fact, one of our most popular and most listened to episodes. And I thought it was timely to bring this back because more than once, in fact, I think three or four times in the last week alone, I have had conversations about this exact topic. So it's clearly a hot topic right now. And that's why I wanted to bring back our episode on the two types of motivation and why you need both. Now, before my voice totally disappears, we're going to dive into that episode. It is episode number 127, and I highly recommend if you're having troubles with motivating your team right now, if you feel like you're throwing everything at them and being super generous and trying to figure out how you can give them bonuses, what gym memberships they want, what gifts to get them for their birthday, and yet it feels like they don't care, this is the episode for you. In this episode, I share with you what the two types of motivation actually are, and why you can't use one without the other. So let's dive in to chat about intrinsic and extrinsic motivation at work. Now, today's episode of the podcast is a bit of a follow-up on an earlier episode where we were chatting about the difference between engagement and motivation and getting people on track at work. Because I know for many of you right now, there is a real challenge around getting your people motivated. And for some of you, you've told me you feel like you're just constantly chasing them and you're on their back and it's really frustrating. And one of the biggest questions I'm getting asked most recently is, how do I motivate my team? And so today I wanted to go a little deeper in motivation and it probably won't be the only episode we do on this topic because there really is so much to unpack. But today I wanted to keep it really simple. Today I want to talk about the two types of motivation and why you can't have one without the other. A little bit of a mystery we're going to unpack today. Now, Tell me whether this sounds familiar to you or it's something you've seen in your workplace or in somewhere you've worked before. You are rewarding people. You are giving gifts. You are buying lunches. You are taking the team out for dinner. Maybe you're doing expensive weekends away and you feel like you're spending a lot of money to reward people, to incentivize people, to motivate people but you're not getting the motivation in return. You're buying gifts. You're feeling like 
you're constantly putting your hand in your pocket to keep people happy, to keep them motivated, but you're not seeing a motivated team. Is that something that's familiar for you? Recently, I was working with a business and I was chatting to their team individually about how they were feeling about work, how they were feeling about the workplace. And the same theme kept popping up, but one of the t- one of the staff really articulated it really well. And they said to me in this conversation, I know that there are lunches being paid for, gifts being bought. I know we're being well looked after, but none of it matters when we don't want to be here. Boom. <laughs> like that, that was a real mic drop moment, right? When I'm having this conversation with this staff member. The owner of the business was on the surface really trying to do all the right things, really looking after the people, uh, particularly around a lot of their workplace health and safety and all the COVID measures that all businesses have had to have in place over recent years. The owner was doing the right things at that level and was being, to be fair, very generous. But what was actually transpiring is the staff didn't care. And in fact, because this foundational piece of motivation was missing with this particular team at this time, not only did they not care about the lavish gifts or the lovely lunches, it actually made the foundational piece weaker. They felt less motivated because they didn't feel that their core needs were being met. Wow, that's really, really profound. And I want to share with you that this was a young team that I was dealing with who I think, you know, many of us have a perception that they would be very motivated by the lovely lunches and fancy dinners and all of those kind of things. But they simply weren't. And this is a challenge that I see businesses face over and over again. They think that in order to motivate their team, they need to spend money, do grand gestures, buy gifts, pay for lunches, pay for dinners, and they end up feeling resentful because it doesn't have the effect or the impact that they wanted. The team don't appear more motivated, sometimes even less motivated, and they feel and I can, I can empathize with this, underappreciated. They feel like, well, come on, guys, I'm, I'm spending this money. I'm doing these dinners for you. And you don't seem to even want to thank me. And it's because they've missed the foundational piece. So I promised you we were going to talk about the two types of motivation. You may have already guessed one of them is this foundational piece that I'm talking about. And one relates a little more to the dinners and the lunches and the grand gestures and the other things. So the two types of motivation we're talking about today are intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. Now, you've probably heard those terms before. I'm sure you have. But let's unpack what it actually means from the perspective of motivating our team. And I want to share with you, if you're listening to this and think, oh, I really, I'm an extrinsic motivator, you're not alone. Most business owners, most employers, most organizations do pretty well at extrinsic motivation. If you look at any employee reward and recognition program, it is largely focused on extrinsic motivation or extrinsic uh, tactics and strategies to motivate people. But here's the rub. Extrinsic motivators do absolutely nothing 
if we haven't looked after the intrinsic motivators. So let's firstly talk about the obvious, the extrinsic. What is an extrinsic motivator or motivation? Put simply, extrinsic motivation purely means it originates outside of the person. It's not an internal feeling or commitment. So think about when we are creating behaviors driven by external rewards in the workplace. The most classic example is salespeople that are paid by commission, but it's not the only example. We offer people incentives to meet a deadline or go above and beyond. We offer um, incremental pay increases when certain milestones are met. We throw money at things. People are given gifts or bonuses or commissions based on achieving a particular objective. That is an extrinsic motivator. They are being motivated towards achievement based on the transaction that will occur when that achievement is made. It's the typical carrot approach. Put the carrot out the front, the person runs along after it, I get the carrot. It entices people to perform better based on an extrinsic reward of some description. And don't get me wrong, they absolutely work, but they don't work effectively when we haven't taken care of the intrinsic side. So an extrinsic motivator will absolutely give you a quick win. And yes, people are motivated by money and rewards, of course, of course, especially the the competitive ones amongst us. We love a bit of that action and people will chase it. People will seek to make that contribution to get that reward. However, when we haven't taken care of the intrinsic side, all we're looking at here is a quick win. And yes, it can mean things get across the line. Deadlines get met. Production gets made but it doesn't bode well for long-term commitment to the organization, to commitment to the long, uh, to the bigger picture vision and values, and to being a complete team player. In fact, people that are only being motivated extrinsically and the internal stuff's not being looked after, they can become very, very competitive, and that is not great for your workplace culture. The thing that happens from your perspective as the employer is you're motivating extrinsically, you're putting out, you kind of find yourself stuck in a bit of a spiral where you have to put out bigger challenges, bigger amounts, bigger rewards, bigger incentive, more regularly. So you feel like you're sticking your hand in your pocket more and more and more. And you think by all this generosity, and it is generous, that the result is going to be a happier, more motivated workforce. Guess what? It just doesn't roll that way. You'll get quick wins, but you will not get improved motivation in its true sense. And certainly you're not going to get improved mood and culture. And what ends up happening, as I shared earlier in the example, is that you start to feel frustrated, even resentful, that you're being so generous and your employee is not showing any of the signs that you wanted as a result of your generosity. And when that's happening, you can bet your bottom dollar you have missed the foundation piece. You have not looked after the intrinsic motivation and you've got an employee who is not intrinsically motivated at work and is only there to chase the next shiny object. 
So the foundation piece I'm talking about is intrinsic motivation, and it absolutely has to come first. If you get intrinsic motivation right, then all of your efforts in the extrinsic motivation place, space, I should say, suddenly start working. You get better results from them. You get better output, better productivity, higher sales, and importantly, you get that bedding in of the intrinsic motivation, but you have to work on the intrinsic stuff first. The story I shared at the beginning of the episode, when I shared with this client what was going on, and like all things, we don't know what we don't know. They were, it was like their eyes had been opened. I don't want to say they were shocked because they were aware there were some cultural issues, but they didn't understand the relationship between the two and how important it was for them to work on the intrinsic side of things in order to get the benefit from the extrinsic. So let's unpack intrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation is someone's genuine desire to achieve something purely for the satisfaction of achieving it. It's driven internally within them. They have a sense of commitment. It's more feeling-based than transactional-based, which extrinsic is. And importantly, really importantly, intrinsic motivation ties into employee engagement, which is a term we talk about a lot here on the podcast, which is someone's, I guess, internal willingness to be committed to their role, to um, how can I explain it? To really uh, feel that extra level or layer of commitment. They feel connected to the organization, to the values, to the mission, to their role, and to achieving within their role. It's that inner sense of belonging and purpose um, and inner commitment. That's what engagement is about. And when someone is intrinsically motivated in their role, the engagement factor is high. And we know that when someone is engaged and intrinsically motivated to achieve due to the satisfaction level they want in their job, all the extrinsic motivation points will become more successful. They will be more likely to strive harder to take more action. So intrinsic is about that sense of belonging, of purpose, of striving for the sake of feeling that sense of satisfaction, whereas extrinsic is the willingness to take action and actually do the thing. When we are only motivating people extrinsically, they don't have that sense of commitment, that sense of belonging, that sense of purpose. So they'll be very task focused. Yes, they'll get the task done, but they're not committed at the same level. And all of the things you throw at them, when they're not intrinsically feeling motivated, they just are left feeling undervalued and unheard. Because what matters to people most is the intrinsic side of things. You think about, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. People need that sense of belonging before they need the bells and whistles that go along with life. It's exactly the same here. That sense of belonging, the intrinsic side must be met first in order for the extrinsic stuff to have any effect at all. And studies back this up. This is not something that just I happen to anecdotally realize after working with so many businesses, although yes, I do see it day in and day out. A McKinsey data a few years back showed us that employees who are intrinsically motivated are 32% more committed to their job. And it makes sense, right? If someone has a motivation towards achieving job satisfaction, of course, they're going to be more committed to their job. 
their job satisfaction soared by almost 50% and they perform about 16% better than other employees. This is similar to the data I've shared from Gallup here on the podcast before, which showed us that engaged employees are 17% more productive. So these figures are around the same. So taking care of that intrinsic side amps up the productivity, amps up their willingness to take action to chase the extrinsic motivators. You cannot have one without the other. You cannot have effective extrinsic motivation tactics in your business if you haven't first taken care of the intrinsic ones. And let me share a little secret with you. If you take care of the intrinsic motivation really, really well, you often don't need to worry about the extrinsic stuff because it ain't that important to people. That might shock some of you. And, you know, definitely there are people out there who are extrinsically motivated and this will matter to them, but the vast majority of our employees want to feel like they belong and they have purpose and they're committed to their roles far more than they care about the lunches or the dinners or the gift vouchers. It's just the truth. They want connection at work. They want a sense of purpose at work. They want to feel like they're contributing to something bigger and they want to enjoy what they're doing. For the majority of your workers, that is far more important than any incentive monetary-wise that you could put in front of them. I know that sounds a little counterintuitive, but you'd have to trust me on that one. So to recap today's episode, and as I said, we'll probably do a few episodes on this topic over time because there is a lot we can can unpack here, but I want it to keep it short and sharp and share these two key types of motivation so you could understand where you need to focus. So there are two types of motivation, extrinsic and intrinsic. Both are definitely important, but without one, the other is a complete waste of time. Without intrinsic motivation being right, extrinsic motivators are a waste of time and actually can often have the reverse effect and become quite toxic in the workplace. Most employers only ever worry about extrinsic and get frustrated when they're not getting a great return on investment, they're not getting the motivation they wanted out of this spend that's involved in extrinsic motivators. And it's because they don't understand this secret. You must get intrinsic right first for your extrinsic motivators to have any impact at all. Work on creating an environment, creating a space and creating roles where you put people in those roles who want to do well, who have an inner drive for satisfaction in that role. Bed that in with some engagement strategies And you're going to see this increase in motivation at the core level. There's going to be a sense of purpose and belonging and inner commitment to the role. Once you've got that right, anything you do in the extrinsic space is going to be far more successful, particularly for those in your team who do really enjoy extrinsic motivators. You're going to, it's like sort of amping up or dialing up the impact that those motivators can have. But you must get intrinsic right first. I hope that has planted a seed of interest in your mind where you might be thinking about, I need to do a little work here on the intrinsic side, or I need to understand better how my employees are intrinsically motivated. And yes, it'll be different for all of them. Or I need to really unpack how motivated my team are before I start investing in expensive extrinsic motivators. It's just a great point to stop pause and think about it and really focus on the intrinsic motivation in your team. 
Now, if you've got questions that you wanted to ask about motivation in your team, or you'd just like to start a conversation with us about that, I would absolutely love to invite you to join us over in our free Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. If you search it in Facebook groups, you will find it right there. But I will put a link in today's show notes, which you can grab wherever you're listening to this episode, uh, where you can just click there and come and join us inside the Facebook group. I would really love to see you there. 